Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Austin Bechtel for Fan Headlines. After crushing the Seattle Mariners 11-6 on Friday, thanks to tying a team record seven home runs, the Bucs dropped their second straight to Seattle Sunday, 6-3 in extra innings. Robert Stevenson allowed a three-run homer to Eugenio Suarez with two outs in the bottom of the 10th. And the Pirates... Have yet to win a series in May. Bucks begin a three-game set in San Francisco tonight, beginning at 5.05. You can hear it on 100.1 FM and AM 1020, KDKA, beginning at 4.40. With Rich Hill opposite Anthony DiSclefani and the Pirates sitting even at 500 at 26 and 26 overall. Headlines powered by Bowser, celebrating 40 years of serving Pittsburgh. For more fan headlines, go to 937thefan.com. Welcome into the fan early morning show. It's Memorial Day. Monday, May 29th. Good morning to you. I'm Austin Bechtold alongside with you here today for today's early morning show. Adam Crowley is coming up later for the fan morning show as the Pirates just cannot get the deal done in May. A team that has been completely turned of the tide in April. 20 and 9 seems like it was half a decade ago for this team. The Bucks started the year 20 and 8. Best record in the National League. Everything was great. Everything was just completely fantastic for the Pirates. Anything that they did, it went completely right. And did the Bucks pretty much surprise themselves as well? Yeah. Ben Sherrington was asked during his Sunday radio show, which you heard right here on 937 the fan. If internal projections truly had the Pirates at 26 and 25 through 20 through 51 games played before yesterday's loss to Seattle and extras, and Charrington point blank was honest. He said no. And I don't think many others did either. And I don't mind saying that. You know, there's two ways that you could look at this. Clearly, there's one side that is going to obviously point to do you really want your general manager pointing out that internal projections, they truly didn't think that they'd be a 500 ball club? I mean, look, I love the honesty. And truly, I'm completely okay with it. People are going to complain and moan and just be completely upset by the fact that Charrington is not going to try to pump up the team more so. But isn't that what we've gotten for years upon years under this current regime? For the Pirates... A lot of changes 
ton of changes in the past couple of days. Vince Velasquez comes back off the IL right forearm discomfort. And after two innings, goes right back on it. Had a tough outing against the Seattle Mariners on Saturday. Was not able to pitch past two innings. He's been shut down again, back on the IL. Dwayne Underwood Jr. was DFA to make room for Velasquez on Saturday, a move that had to have been coming. Dwayne Underwood with an ERA over five is just in high-levered situations, has not been there and has become the pitcher you put in mop-up role for the Pirates. But he has been replaced now by Robert Stevenson, practically in that role at this point. Stevenson, the guy for the Pirates to go in the bottom half of the 10th inning. Bucks did not score with the bases loaded in the top half of the 10th inning against Seattle. A 6-3 defeat for the Pirates. Luis Ortiz went five, five hits, three runs, walked four, gave up two home runs, six strikeouts as well. ERA now at 435. Rowanzi Contreras relegated to the bullpen. We'll get into more on Contreras in just a little bit. But Robert Stevenson gave up a three-run shot, two Suarez, two earned runs, a walk, and that home run where Stevenson, if you look two weeks ago, ERA about eh, 180 now, 554. The Pirates are just not getting consistent play out of anybody on the roster. And one thing that has to be completely and utterly alarming for the Bucks is the bat of Key Brian Hayes. Where do you put him in the lineup? Hayes, at the beginning of the year, consistently was getting run in and run out at the leadoff position. Somebody who you hope can get on base for you, set the table. Hayes has good speed, solid contact guy, loves to hit the ball the other way as well. But how much of that has really been a benefit for him? Hayes against Seattle on Sunday. 0 for 5, 4 strikeouts. Including with the bases loaded in the top half of the 10th inning in the the final time that the Pirates came to bat. Hayes is at 221 on the year, average-wise, and out of everybody in the Pirates lineup yesterday, the only player with an OPS lower than Hayes at 619 is Austin Hedges, who, by the way, is hitting 169. 444 OPS. There's not much that you could say about this right now. If Brian Hayes did not have it, what was at one point the highest contract ever allotted to a Pirates player before Brian Reynolds broke that with a $106 million deal the middle part of April. Would Key Brian Hayes be getting consistent at-bats every day? Would you consider moving him off of third base if his defense wasn't gold-glove material to the point where he's probably 1B to Nolan Arenado's 1A right now? in terms of defensive third baseman, at least in the National League. But how much can you suffer with the bat for Hayes? And it's not like his offensive production has continued to pick up. He did have a home run in the seven-home run barrage for the Pirates on Friday night. But practically everybody home run, uh, homered in that game. Sawinski hit two. Brian Hayes finally hit his second. Carlos Santana homered after not homering since early April, now with three on the year. Hayes, 
43 hits and 195 at-bats. I just don't know where you can go with him right now. You're clearly not going to option him. That doesn't seem like it's any bit of a possibility. Should it be? Probably not. But there's something you got to do about a guy at a power-hitting position at third with a 619 OPS. How much can that truly play in your lineup? Do you bat him 7th? 8th? Do you put him back-to-back with Austin Hedges? Is that truly a good idea? The Pirates have been trying to mix and match the lineup. Andrew McCutcheon has bat leadoff. Jack Sawinski has moved around. He's batted third. He's batted seventh. He's hit so many different positions, so many different spots in the lineup. I just don't really see at this point for the Pirates enough consistency with the bats. The arms have been pretty solid. There's nothing more that you can say about Mitch Keller that hasn't already been said. What's looking like a potential all-star caliber season for the Pirates starter to the point where if you look two years ago, even at this point last year when he was relegated to the bullpen, there were questions if Mitch Keller was going to be a consistent starting pitcher in the major leagues or if he was going to be a pitcher in the major leagues for some people. So for Ben Sherrington to say our internal models truly know to not have us at 26 and 25, there's a lot of truth to that. Nobody could have ever expected the Pirates to go 20-8 and to begin the season in first place in the National League. It was unrealistic to think that they would be anything like that in May. It just wasn't going to happen. They were not going to be t- win another 12 games over 500. Now sitting right there at the 500 mark, 26-26 and 26 overall. What did it say about the decision-making of Derek Shelton, who after the great start was just offered a contract extension. We don't know how many years it is for Shelton under this new extension. Could be one more year after this. Could be two. Could be three. And if you're a Pirates fan, you probably should really question that at this point. There's still, obviously much more time in the season to go. I mean, we're not even two months into it. But for the Pirates, after going 20-8, and eight, the math to get to 26-26, and 26, well, 6-18 and 18 for the Bucs. It was fun while it lasted. And truly, what is the way for this team to get out from where they're at right now? Get out from this bottom that they have hit. And the crazy thing about it, the Pirates are a game and a half out of the NL Central lead. Milwaukee, 28 and 25. Here come the St. Louis Cardinals, somewhat, I guess, 24 and 31. Are the Cardinals really that good? The Reds are above the Cardinals still in the standings. The Brewers, 28 and 25. I don't think anybody fears the Brewers. I don't think anybody fears the Reds, clearly. I mean, the Cubs... Don't even need to spend any time on the Cubs. But the Pirates at 26 and 26. Internal models? Okay, right at 500. But it's what you do from here on out, what you do after the fact. And the Pirates are still looking to try to win a series. One final opportunity in May to do so against San Francisco. I'm Austin Bechtold. Come right back here on the Fan Early Morning Show with what the Pirates could do. They're probably trapped at the moment until the middle part of June to potentially get a spark into this team. It's the Fan Early Morning Show on 93.7 The Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 